Welcome, my name is the Alpha Female, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Whoa! G'day, Mates! Bushwhacker, Luke here. 2015 Hall of Famer, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah! Whoa! This is pro wrestling's only modern-day Viking gunner, and you're on Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Nick Magnus Tolders, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hi, this is Leva Blue Pants Bates. And you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mount and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, fellas, uh, you guys have a great day. And and this is only because I'm talking to Canadians. It is actually spitting snow in Tennessee. See? Oh, my God. (laughs) We're in. We've we've had 70-degree weather here. We really had a warm December. And I get on the phone with damn Canadians and we're spitting snow. My name is Carl Carafel, and this is Turnbuckle Talk. Where's your head at? That is what we're going to be discussing today at the end of the program, along with, as always, a bunch of other different topics from around the world of professional wrestling. This one here is going to be a little WWE heavy because there's lots of stuff and lots of news going on with the WWE right now that we're going to get right into. The first bit of news that maybe, you know, a lot of people aren't talking about because that's what I kind of what I like to do here is uh, kind of give you information that maybe other people aren't talking about. And this first one is going to be revolving around Imperium. So as we all know, Imperium has made their way over to Monday Night Raw, and I couldn't be happier for that. I am ecstatic that Imperium is over on Monday Night Raw. Hello, Mel. There we go. Even better. Good to see you. Thank you so much for popping in. Imperium is such a dominating force within the world of professional wrestling, and not just the WWE, but the world of professional wrestling. Now, we all know Triple H is basically running the show now, has control of creative for the majority, for the most part. Yes, things still have to funnel through and go to Vincent Kennedy McMahon. We get that. But Triple H loves factions. Yes, yes, he does. He's been part of quite a few factions himself. 
one of the biggest things that Triple H right now is trying to do is to recreate the success, I guess, that the Undisputed Era had within the WWE. So going forward, I'm sure that we're going to be seeing a lot more upgrades and updates to groups and factions that are already within the company, and one of those being Imperium. Now, the talk right now is that there are potential new members, at least one, that is being talked about and thrown around for Imperium itself. And it's an interesting name, considering that this name, during the brand draft that just happened, this name stayed with NXT. So currently this person is on the NXT brand. That person we're talking about is Ilya Dragunov. An absolutely fantastic competitor, somebody who I think uh, deserves a lot more uh, recognition for what this competitor does, for what this wrestler does. Now I don't know if Dragunov going to Imperium is a great idea. On paper, it sounds absolutely beautiful. But we need to make sure that it makes sense. And right now, coming through the draft, it doesn't make sense for us to see more people moving around from brand to brand after this draft. But that is the name that currently is rumored. Now, while there is really no timeline that has been given for this potential spoiler, we do know that at some point these things are going to happen. So I leave that with you. I want you to leave your comments. Let me know what you think during the entire show, but especially on this, on Ilya Dragunov leaving NXT. It's coming to Monday Night Raw to join Imperium. Another big piece of news from the WWE right now is something that... Um, was brought to my attention last night on the Monday Night Raw watch along. Something about a real American. Now, I'm going to read through this for you all because I'm sure many people did not see this interview that happened. But this competitor um, had an interview with uh, Raju of SportsKita.com. And this person talked about how he was almost given Hulk Hogan's real American song as entrance music goes on to say that this was an actual discussion I had. And at one point this was going to be my entrance music. The reason for that is a few years ago, we were laying the groundwork for me to do this political esque character politician type of character. There wasn't going to be anything political specific about the character. He was just presented as a politician. He was quick-witted, a sly talker, but kind of sleazy podium 
press secretary, secret service, and I always say things and make promises that I would never fulfill, kind of like politicians do nowadays sometimes. So it was just more of a tongue-in-cheek way to show some layers to my character. But the whole emphasis was I would be launching campaigns whether it would be against my opponent or for a title opportunity. So everything in the background was just very politically motivated as far as the presentation. I remember talking to Vince at the time and saying, hey, you know what would really get this character over? Because there's nothing more American in the world than, and this is who who is saying this, there's nothing more American in this world than Mustafa Ali. What if I came out to real American? He was quiet. Mustafa Ali then says, I go, we own that song, right? Do we still own real American? To which Vince says, of course we do. God damn it. So then Mustafa says, okay, what if I come out to it? And Vince says, I love it. After that, it really didn't go very further than that. But they were going to re-debut Mustafa Ali as this politician character, and that was going to be his music. I I love hearing these stories when they when they come from the workers, especially about things that that really never came to fruition. I think that it's absolutely fantastic to hear them to see what could have been within the world of the WWE. Something that we do know that has happened with inside the world of the WWE is that they have purchased many tape libraries. Well, if you have been watching along with the A&E Sunday specials that have been happening WWE's Most Wanted Treasures this past Sunday night on A&E gave us a little bit of insight into a new collection that was purchased by the WWE. A collection of 20 boxes of master tapes from International Championship Wrestling were recently revealed to be in the possession of the WWE. During this episode, um... It was brought to WWE uh, archivist Ben Brown, and uh, they were even used as collateral when, um, you know, and Angelo Poffo was trying to refinance the promotion at one point. Now, ICW didn't last for too long. It was in existence from 1978 to 1984 under the supervision of Angelo Poffo and the late Lanny Poffo, Macho Man's father and late brother. That being said, some of the clips were briefly seen in the episode. So we now know that the WWE, in addition to the ICW's footage, now has amassed so many more, including ECW, Jim Crockett Promotions, Mid-South, UWF, Puerto Rico's World Wrestling Council, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, WCW, World Class Championship Wrestling, and more. So I think it's really great that we actually have another collection that's there. And this is something that definitely is going to be included at some point onto 
the WWE network. And for me, I love that. I love seeing these old tapes from the seventies and from the eighties kind of going back to, you know, the eighties and nineties is when I grew up with professional wrestling. So to see these makes my heart tingle. Something that is not a very good news, but we do have to touch on it is going to be vice TV. So Vice TV has filed for bankruptcy, officially filed for bankruptcy in a New York court this morning. The news, though, isn't entirely negative, as uh, you know, one may may kind of suspect it isn't fully negative. The filing was done to make a potential sale of Vice Media, which claims to have an offer of $225 million. According to the filing, Vice Media will be purchased by a consortium consisting of Fortress Credit Corporation, Soros Fund Management, and Monroe Capital. The consortium has all served as lenders for Vice, and the bankruptcy filing reveals that Fortress Credit is owed four hundred. And 75 million by the company. And broadcaster company AE is also owed some money from Vice to the amount of $937,000. It'll be very interesting to see, considering that Dark Side of the Ring is probably one of their um, biggest draws. On Vice TV. I really hope that it does not flounder because of this. And if if for some reason Vice TV is done, gone, and we don't see it again, I hope that Dark Side finds somewhere else to go. We have no clue. Um, any major changes in the next few weeks? We'll have to see what happens. Although at this time, the vast majority of Dark Side of the Ring is going to be on Vice Media, on Vice TV. Let's move from TV over to movies for a few moments here and talk about Captain America New World Order. So yes, for all of us in the world of professional wrestling, when we hear New World Order, we automatically think of Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash. NWO for life. Well, let's add in a new name for the NWO, for the New World Order in movie form. That being... Seth freaking Rollins. You heard that right. Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? That's right. That's right, Josh. Yeah. Seth Rollins looks to be joining the cast of Captain America New World Order. He was actually spotted on the set of the film 
and a photo was taken for proof with him in costume that has been posted to social media. Although it's not known who he will be playing in the movie. And apparently his participation has yet to even be officially confirmed. But that brings us to another point. While the NWO, the New World Order, is definitely a name that is synonymous with professional wrestlers and wrestling fans alike, what does this mean for Seth Rollins within the WWE for the next little while? It'll be very interesting, considering we have a world title match coming up very soon that Seth Rollins could very well win. If he does, what does that mean for this championship? And given everything that has been said already by Triple H about this new championship, I think we're going to see AJ Styles as this champion if Seth Rollins is off doing this movie. Seth Rollins is going to be taking on AJ Styles at Night of Champions on May 27th with that new World Heavyweight Championship on the line. Is this foretelling of what will happen? I don't know. We're definitely going to have to keep a close eye on this to really find out. Randy Orton is one of my favorites within the WWE. And we're now being told that reportedly he will not be able to wrestle again. Let's see what Josh has to say. Josh says, I feel in this day and age, the way they move things around and have these contracts, I really think this one, uh, we as a whole might be reading too much into. And you know what? I, I could very well be reading way too much into this. I've been known to do that in the past before. So it's very possible that I am uh, maybe reading between too many lines. Possibly. I don't know. Again, in, in I've said it before and I'll say it again. In the world of professional wrestling, never say never. That's the biggest thing. Could this be an opportunity for Seth Rollins to win this championship, go off and do this movie hmm, with that championship? Think of how much more publicity would be given for the WWE if they could say world heavyweight champion Seth Rollins involved with Captain America New World Order. That would be headlines. That would be headlines all over internet sites, over everywhere that you can think of. That would be amazing publicity for the WWE, as long as they could work something out to allow Seth Rollins to come back on a Monday night and fly back out to do more taping for the movie. 
uh not just you bro uh more others i read too yeah you know what i i, I know that i'm not alone in my thoughts uh when it comes to that championship and and, and kind of what might be happening because of this right um now you think the press and talk shows <laughs> well, i mean exactly right right the press the talk shows that would happen with that you know you because because captain america is a huge franchise and this new movie coming out people are going to be eating it up so to have Seth Rollins and whatever character he's going to be playing show up on talk shows. And I'm not talking like just the late night stuff. I'm talking, you know, like all of the like, why can't he do a today show? Like, why can't he he go like and, and do something during during daytime and night? Go and do all of the different talk shows with that championship. Make a little thing out of it, right? Who who plays Captain America? Chris Chris Hemsworth, you know. Have have him, you know, kind of kind of talking about, hey, while on set, I'm gonna take that championship off of him, right? You get these just just these little things like that, and then the the press is gonna be eating that up as well. It'll be all over the place. Uh, you're onto something there. WWE will be talked everywhere pop culture podcast will take it to death or talk it we'll talk it to death you're right yeah they definitely would and i and i think that you know with with the sale of the wwe and the merger that's happening this would be a perfect opportunity for them to not only promote the wwe the world heavyweight championship the competitors that are on the television as well as endeavor ufc and the wwe it could be a win-win situation for everyone and then there's no reason why dana white can't offer some comped tickets to some of the cast to have them out at some ufc shows and obviously they're going to be, you know, because it's all, it's all like pay-per-view usually is what it is for UFC's uh, pay-per-views. They're going to obviously pan over and be like, oh, and here in the crowd with us tonight is just, you know, just like the WWE does. There's no reason why Triple H can't get some comped tickets and have them front row. Everyone will learn about the movie. Everyone will learn about the WWE. I think it's a great idea. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate that. Sometimes my mind goes and it, uh, you know, goes in the right directions sometimes. It makes me sad to say that Randy Orton could possibly be completely done with professional wrestling. Bob Orton Jr. revealed that medical professionals may have encouraged Randy Orton to retire from the squared circle. But it's Randy Orton. It doesn't necessarily mean that he is going to listen to them. 
to our understanding right now, this was just a suggestion by the medical professionals and not a full fact as of yet. We do know that he is training. And this might just be to rehab the injury. But again, it's Randy Orton. And even though it was a back injury, I feel that he's just working out to rehab quicker to get back into the ring. Josh, I'm in the exact same boat. Until I hear it from Randy Orton, we know that this is all just speculation. And I'm hoping that we get, and you know what? I will be, I won't be okay, but I will be okay with either decision. But Randy will do what Randy wants to do. There's no two ways about it. We're getting really, really close to the end of this episode. Just me here tonight, so I'm running through things pretty quickly here. Uh, But I do want to make sure that everybody knows about our sponsor, Rogue Energy. RogueEnergy.com is the place to go. They have some amazing drinks over there that uh, powder form. Stick them in some water, shake it up, grab yourself a beautiful shaker cup, shake it up, and uh, you know, get yourself some energy. Energize yourself with less sugar, no crash, and feel really, really good about yourself. Here's some of the flavors that are available. My name is Carl Carafel, and this is Turnbuckle Talk. Where's your head at? That's the big question for us here today. Before we get to that question, we do want to talk a little bit about Mustafa Ali. Now, even though we did talk about Mustafa Ali and, you know, a politician character and using, you know, Hulk Hogan's theme song to come out to, Never came to fruition, but something that has happened for Mustafa Ali is that he has secured his place as the number one contender for the WWE Intercontinental Championship against Gunther. Now, this has been a fantastic series for the World Heavyweight Championship. But I feel that it has now taken a back burner, I guess we could say, to the Intercontinental Championship. They really seem to have been giving a good push with Gunther 
making his debut on Raw. Everything has been fantastic with that, and I'm loving seeing that. And I love seeing Gunther with that championship because it really brings a little bit more prestige to that championship, and having it showcased on Monday Night Raw definitely helps as well. On Monday Night Raw as well, we saw Gunther come out. He stood on top of the announcer's desk while a battle royal happened. Many competitors in there. Otis, Dolph Ziggler, Matt Riddle, Ricochet, Bronson Reed. So many different names in there. And it all boiled down to Mustafa Ali taking that win. So we now know that we are going to be getting Mustafa Ali versus Gunther at Night of Champions. We did good with this. No, no. We did great with this. I am so thankful and happy that they did this. But I don't feel, with it only being about a week away, a week and a half-ish away now, from the actual PLE of Night of Champions, I don't feel that there was enough Focus put on to the World Heavyweight Championship. And now this is where we come to where's your head at? Congratulations to Mustafa Ali and this amazing program that he has going on with Gunther right now. But writing team within the WWE, where's your head at? I understand that they have been doing or they're doing these little um, interviews, I guess you could say. But for me, these interviews have done absolutely nothing. They're they're breaking them up into separate parts. They've got, you know, they had one part of it happen. And then they said later, you know, second part of this. And then they're going to continue this next week on Monday Night Raw. Now you're drawing all of this out. And I understand the, the, the reason for drawing things out and, you know, the longevity of a story. But this is just a little too much and things are becoming clouded, so to say. We're hearing from Seth Rollins and then we're getting some amazing matchups happening on the television screen. And then we're coming back to the Seth Rollins interview once again, to which I've already forgotten the very first part of that interview. I think if they wanted to do something like this, it would have been a lot better for them just to put this out onto the WWE's YouTube channel and allow everyone to kind of go and see it for themselves, for them to be able to sit down listen to the entire thing all at once and really take it in. Uh, there wasn't, I feel, uh, a big push for Ali or the heavyweight title. Now that they're back to Ali having a chance, I feel they haven't gotten over what he said about the company. It's a weird situation. I totally feel what you're saying. I do. I totally understand that. And I think that, that, you know, it could very well be a little bit of that as well. You know, maybe uh, 
um, you know, maybe they're not happy with what he had said a while ago. And maybe this is just a, uh, a receipt. Those in the business know what I mean. Maybe it was a receipt. Maybe that's what this is. Maybe this is just them playing a trick. Maybe this is just them saying, we're going to give you this and then pull it right back again because you upset us and we're uh, we're going to toy with you a little bit. And I really hope that that's not the situation. At Night of Champions, I want to see Ali have a little bit of offense in this. And then, yes, I want to see Gunther just destroy him. But I want that this carries over and allows for more from Mustafa Ali and Gunther for a little bit of time. But I feel that all of this that happened on Monday Night Raw really took away from the focus and where the focus should be on that World Heavyweight Championship right now. Josh says, I know Vince is gone, but I... but it's still the WWE and Triple H was a person in that spot uh, that dropped his uh, that dropped his ball and his word cut. Yeah, you know what I I I really do too, and that's why I want the story to continue on. Josh, he says I want uh, I want this to bring something big for both of them, and I really do. And I think that this uh, once again, like a Cinderella story. We're going to have Mustafa Ali going in for this championship. And is he slated to win? We don't know. You know, is he the underdog? You're damn right he is in this contest. But to see him go in there, put up a bit of a fight, and then ultimately lose and have Gunther retain that championship for me is going to make sense. As long as they continue the story and allow both guys to shine and allow Mustafa Ali to eventually win that championship. That's how I would play things out. That's just me. I'm just a guy who has been inside the ring and wrestled. I'm just the guy who has helped run promotions. I'm just the guy who, yes, has even done booking and writing. But that's just me. I'll leave that with all of you. What do you think of this entire situation of the focus being drawn away from the World Heavyweight Championship match for this Intercontinental Championship match. Before we head out today, we got to say some thank yous. We got to say thank you to RealWrestling.net. So the guys over there, over in the UK, have graciously allowed this program to be part of theirs. So yes, Turnbuckle Talk is international as Real Wrestling is based out of the UK. If you're into comics, Funko Pops, card games, or collectibles, I want you to go and check out my friends over at Invasion Comics, invasioncnc.ca. They've got some amazing stuff over there, a secure website for you to go and make purchases and have it shipped to you. 
And if you do go over there and make a purchase, make sure that you put, uh, if there's a spot for notes or comments, make sure you tell them that I sent you. Make sure you tell them that Carl from Turnbuckle Talks sent you. They will be greatly appreciative of that. So make sure that you go in and check it out, my friends, at invasioncnc.ca. If you were looking for some merchandise from Turnbuckle Studios, whether that includes Turnbuckle Talk, Beats and Beatdowns, Paramindful, The Boar's Nest with Bubba Duke, or some miscellaneous products, we've got a spot for you to go as well. You can go to carlcarafel.redbubble.com. The official Turnbuckle Studio shop is open. Official merchandise from all the favorite shows, plus merchandise you can only find here. Stuff from Turnbuckle Studios. Carl Carafel unboxes. The Boar's Nest with Bubba Duke. Miscellaneous products that you can only find here. Beats and Beatdowns. And Turnbuckle Talk. Find all this merchandise exclusively at carlcarafel.redbubble.com. And with that being said, we want to say thank you to each and every one of you. Make sure that you're following down at the bottom in the ticker there, the socials for our local establishment on all the areas. Yes, even now, including TikTok, you can go and search our local establishment on TikTok and find us over there as well. And for everything having to do with me, Carl Carafel, make sure you're checking out that link right there. Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Carl Carafel gets you to all the socials for myself, Turnbuckle Talk and Turnbuckle Studios. This has been another edition of Turnbuckle Talk. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, everyone, the world's a scary place. Let's take care of each other. <laughs>